Welcome to Born to Sell Denver with Ryan Smith and Sean Modry. We have special guests today, the rookies. <laughs> and the rookie team is run by Eva Garcia, our productivity coach. So Eva, welcome to the podcast. Why don't you go ahead and introduce all of your great rookies today. Thank you so much. And, or as I like to refer to them as next year's top producing agents. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. All right. So today we have um, Steve Valdez. Well, let me give a little bit of a background because although they were at one point are in our productivity coaching program, I decided to pick people that have actually successfully graduated through the program. So they're still new agents, um, some less than a year, but have uh, successfully completed that rookie program. Very cool. Okay. So my name is Eva Garcia. As you mentioned, I am the uh, productivity coach here at the Keller Williams downtown office. I have been a licensed real estate agent for nine years now, and I've been coaching the new agents in the office for two and a half years, um, which that kind of happened organically. Maybe we can touch on that <laughs> later. And I now have a small real estate team. And to be honest, uh, it was never within my vision to have a real estate team. That also happened organically because of the push to get into productivity coaching. Yeah. Um, one thing that was important to me as I took on that new role is making sure that my clients didn't um, they didn't receive any less service from me, right? So I always had prided myself on being a solo agent and running a big business. And then I got into coaching. And when I took on the coaching role, um, it felt like there was a lot that f- for me that needed to be done. And I wanted to be able to give it everything that I had, right? I didn't want anything that I do. I give it my all. I didn't want to do it part-time. So I couldn't realistically look at myself and my business and say, I'm going to do be a part-time coach. And I'm also going to be a part-time agent. Like that didn't feel good to me. So then I started the team alongside, um, the coaching program, which allowed me both to serve the agents in the office and then also serve my clients, which was really important to me. So I brought in three agents and we'll go ahead and let them uh, introduce themselves, but all of them have successfully completed fairly quickly the, the coaching program here in the office. Who would like to start? Yeah, my name's Steve Valdez, and I actually just celebrated a year yesterday um, being an agent. Thank you very much. You survived. I did. <laughs> you know, everybody was talking about how great the market was coming into it, and then when I came into it, everything shifted. And uh, I actually appreciate that, though, because it really has taught me to grind and to be able to figure out what works in a tough market. And um, I give so much credit to the coaching here at our office. I, I literally couldn't have done what I've done without it. I, I almost got the rookie of the year. I was beat by one other agent. I was a little bit <laughs> bummed by that, but I will, uh, I'll be back this year. So yeah. Awesome. So my name is Ashley Herrera and I have been an agent for almost two years. Um, at the end of this month and I came from the jewelry industry I was a store manager um, for 15 years, um, ran um, one of the top stores out of like 700 in the nation. So um, I had a background of sales and customer service and just building relationships and understanding the importance of just taking care of your clients like family. Um, and like Steve said, I, well, originally I interviewed over 10 brokerages before I came to Keller Williams and I was very thorough. And when I met, or I knew Eva previously, 
Um, and so we had a relationship. And when I sat with her, I asked her a lot of questions and I did interview agents that have graduated her program or were still in her program as well. So I did make a very thorough decision and I couldn't be any more happier where I decided to hang my license and who I decided to um, be under because um, I owe, like, I mean, the majority of my success to, to where I'm at with Keller Williams, Eva Garcia is the productivity coach, and just everybody that's in the office that is willing to share and um, help and yeah, I just, Good. I am very That's happy awesome. with where I'm at. Ten, ten brokerages might be a record. That, that might be the most interviews. I also interviewed 11. Oh, what? Wow. Ashley was literally the first person to ever ask me like, hey, that all sounds great and all, but can you give me a list of people that are in your program? And I'm like, absolutely. I can give you at least 30. Yeah. Yep. She gave yeah. me 30. That's, That's a great idea. I called 10. Is- yeah. So, so when you're getting interviewed by those difficult sellers, you can appreciate their their, you know, yeah. The thoroughness. Exactly. Where the rest of us are like, just make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Awesome. So my name is Maria Pinon. I've been licensed a little over a year and a half, um, and I am on Eva's team with the Lux Home Group. Um, I come from a background. I worked for an engineering firm for about four years before I got into real estate, and it also happened organically for me. We had a commercial real estate agent at my engineering firm who um, encouraged me to get into residential real estate. She was like, you're working so hard. Your attention to detail is amazing. You really should at least try it. And so I did. I worked full-time at the engineering firm while doing real estate, uh, and I started at another brokerage. I didn't start with Keller Williams, um, and I wish I did. <laughs> so, so wait, you interviewed 11, and you made the wrong decision? I did, unfortunately. Oh I was at another brokerage for about four months, and I was just kind of spinning my wheels. I uh, only closed one deal with them in the four months, and then I began to go back to the interviews. Um, I didn't actually get to interview Keller Williams, um, and that's, I think, where I messed up. I had an interview. You guys had a plumbing issue or something happened here at the office. I remember that. Yes. (laughs) And so I didn't actually get to come in, but I do think that I would have come in and signed if I would have interviewed with Eva. We have (laughs) such a great bond and I'm on her team. So it really helps because we have a lot of things in common. Um, and I love it here. Just like Ashley mentioned, the culture, um, everybody's willingness to share what is working for them has helped me so, so much. And just like Ashley said, I owe so much of my success, if not all of it, to Eva because she has been so helpful. Um, and she is literally willing to answer any questions at like 10 at night right before closing when you're about to Don't cry. tell everybody that. <laughs> <laughs> I won't, I won't. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love it here and I'm so excited for the next year. Um, like Steve said, top producers next year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And I'm glad you didn't come in for that interview that day because it would have stunk. I heard. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I heard. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I don't know what Wait. button makes that. <laughs> okay, so you get you all get started, and you've all had some decent success so far. So, what do you think are some of the things that you did to lead to your success? I think just really focusing on meaningful relationships with those people around you and letting them know um, your transition into a new career and making it um, about them and their move and where they're at in their lives. That has helped me the most, I, I can honestly say. Do you ever get people who are like, oh, you're new? Yes. How do you handle that? 
um, thankfully, I can say, like, I am new, but I am with one of the best brokerages in the entire Colorado region. And if I don't have the answer, I know somebody that does have the answer. And so you'll always, you know, have somebody to help or answer your question if I don't have it right now. I love that. Mm. Yeah, okay. that's good. What else? For what me, you, Ashley? Go ahead, Ashley. Um, sorry. No, you For me, I attended every single training um, possible. I went to every class, every um, Zoom. It didn't matter what it was. I made sure that I had a very strong foundation, um, learning-based, and felt confident in answering the questions um, that I was going to be asked and, of course, reach out if I didn't know the answer. But I, I literally attended every single training. Like I was here day in, day out, sometimes the last person to leave. Um, so I think that definitely helped my confidence um, mm-hmm. because we have so much um, learning opportunities at Keller Williams downtown. And why not take advantage? We're here. We're paying our, our office dues, you know, so it's yeah. free. You might as well take advantage. Yeah. Did, did like doing deals ever get in the way of that? Um, no. You just learn to work around and to um, set your schedule so that you had time to um, be in trainings, to um, answer back your clients, to set your appointments. And we're taught that in Keller Williams to set your schedule appropriately. So, no. Cool. Okay. And for me, I think, so a little bit on my background, I've been in ministry pastoring for about 22 years. And so for me, it's always been about people. Um, And so for coming into real estate, it just carried over pretty smooth because, uh, I've always been in the people business. And so relationally connecting with people has really helped me to, to grow my business and see beyond the deal, see the people, see their needs, see what they're trying to accomplish and, and then helping them get to that finish line. Um, I think it's easy to, to see the paycheck and to see like, Oh, I got to get that next deal. But when you really stop and you look at the people and you go, Hey, how can I help you accomplish your goals? That all of a sudden begins to uh, bring comfort to people. Uh, most of my business now is already coming through referrals and people just uh, sharing that. And so I, I feel like that has been very helpful. And then, of course, the training here, like Ashley said, you know, because I've always been relational, but there's learning the business. You have to learn the business. And so that has been um, more challenging, but it has been very, um, a lot easier having a brokerage like this that does provide all of that. So yeah, it's kind of been twofold. Yeah, it's interesting. There's always so much to learn. Like, you know, I started 26 years ago. You yeah, change that every, every time. You said it was, 27. It was 1997. <laughs> it was 1997, March of 1997. I sold man. my first house. <laughs> and that's 26 years, right? So it's funny because you don't know what you don't know, yeah. right? It's right. like I remember showing my first house. I get there. And we used to have these lock boxes that had a little spinny dial on them, right? Mm-hmm. And so I get there. We used to. We still have Still them. do, yeah. I guess we <laughs> still Seriously, do. Colorado say, oh, so I'm archaic. I know. Embarrassing. It's, it is kind of funny and embarrassing at the same <laughs> time. But anyway, I get there, and my client was my first client. She was my neighbor. And uh, I literally go to open the lockbox, and I had no idea what I was doing. And so my client opened the first lockbox for me. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that. I love that. Yeah. But what's important about that story is, is like, I think this people that are successful, like the three of you, is you just jump in and you start doing it. Yeah. You know, you're never going to be at a point where you know everything. No, absolutely. And as soon as you do, it all changes. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, it's different. He had God on his side. Uh. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I mean, That's true. Yeah. How could you fail? Yeah. The all-powerful is, well, I got your back. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. I, I think we all have God on our side on this one, but I appreciate it. Yeah. So, Eva, tell me what, from your perspective, what makes a newer agent successful right out, right out of the gate? Great question. So I think when I see this group, right, and we actually had a conversation about just people in the program, and I looked at the numbers and how many people have successfully completed the program, and I know it to be true that in real estate, in the industry in total, right, that there's, it's a large attrition rate. The people that actually successfully complete the first two years is really high. So when I look at all of the things that we provide and what we do differently here, we still, you know, it still takes a lot for an agent to be successful. Um, but when I look at this group and, and just the agents in the past that have successfully completed through and have built big businesses, it's just really that you have to have a happy medium between one, wanting to know, um, learn as much as you can and feeling confident, but also not waiting until, like you mentioned, you know everything to just jump into it. Because I always say like, I can, we can cover 10,000 books on how to swim, but until you get into that water and you jump in, you're not going to know how to swim. And this happens every time. Like I could have my most prepared and an agent that attends every training, every script practice, the minute they get their first under contract, it's like calling me every hour on the hour. Right. So it's to be expected. It's just, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you, you in particular, (laughs) it's so when I see it, right, it's just the people that and, and I love that they give me credit. I swear I didn't prep them for that. Like, it's not me that is, is you know, responsible for the success. Um, it really is just showing up. It's doing the small, boring things every single day. Yeah. When I look at these three, right, um, and we talk about you a lot because, to be honest, Ashley's already on the top producer board this year, mm-hmm. which I love. Right. And, yeah, and we wish, like, we could say it was something, like, super, you know, out of the door, ordinary that she did. But it's literally last year she showed up. Every single day, she took, she went to the accountability meetings. She went to script practice. She took the trainings. And in addition to that, she did her lead gen, right? She was learning alongside of doing the lead gen. She pulled out her phone. She made sure like I'm tracking my contacts. I'm doing every single thing that my coach has told me to do, which I know because Keller Williams tells us to do that, right? And if I share a little bit about my story, I didn't start here either. I started um, my first two years at a small brokerage. Um, at the time, I thought like this is going to be the best place for me to get hands-on support because it's small. And then I realized very quickly like who you surround yourself with matters. Yeah. I ended up here, um, and I always tell everybody like I feel like I started over from scratch, even mm-hmm. two years in the business, having already built a pretty successful business. So I think it's really you. It's nothing out of the ordinary, and we all know that. It's just showing up, being committed, being consistent, doing the everyday activities, connecting with your database. We we already know that that's the number one source of business for all agents, yet for whatever reason, a lot of agents want to try everything else under the sun before they get to their database. Yeah, the easy button. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) There there is no easy button in this, you know, in in life. I, you know, one of the things, so I I graduated from the coaching program, and, uh, just kind of went on my own for a little bit, but my whole background has been coaching people, leaders, and just, you know, growing those types of things. So I knew the importance of coaching. So I reached out to Eva and I said, you know what, I, I feel like I'm more effective when I, when I have a coach, when I have someone that I'm accountable to. So I just rejoined uh, the coaching program here with, with Eva. And I think there, I think there's something to be said about success, about having someone who has done what you want to do, 
you sit with them, you learn, you grow. And uh, if you just do the things that they're telling you to do that has brought success to them, I, I feel like it that's the easy button. You just have to listen. You have to listen and do. It's called modeling really is what it is. You know, I mean, other people have done this business for years and although it's changed a lot since when Sean and I started, the, the bottom line is, is it's all about relationships and except the lock boxes. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Those are forever. Those are forever. Those are forever. But you know, it's, it's more about how you communicate. Yeah. You know, and I think our options when we were, um, brand new were to make a phone call to a actual phone that was attached to a house. Mm. Yeah. Right? Landline. Yeah. Yep. yep. Landlines. And so we were making those phone Col- calls. It was the Coles directory. Yeah. It was literally a reverse yellow pages or white pages. So yeah. instead of having the name and then the number and the address, it was the address, the number, then the name. Because of course you're dialing through the neighborhood. So you turn oh. to a neighborhood <clears throat> Excuse me. And all the addresses are in order, so you could see their address, and you'd call me and say, hi, is this Jim Smith? Do you live at 123 Main Street? Oh, great, Jim. The reason I'm calling today, and you'd go right into your <laughs> script wow. with a wow. book. <laughs> That's right. That, that is true. And then we used a lot of, like, direct mail, postcards, okay? And um, email was just getting started, but people weren't doing email marketing. Mm-hmm. There was no such thing as social media you, it was it was not allowed to fax a contract because it wasn't considered a uh, wet signature. Wet signature. Yeah. <laughs> and you oh, had wow. to deliver earnest money with your contract. So it wasn't legal until you delivered it wow. with the earnest money. Yeah. So you, you'd have people cancel a contract because you didn't deliver because they haven't received their earnest money yet. Yeah, you could Crazy. spend a, a half of, or a full day driving a contract around to get it signed by this person and <laughs> this person and then delivering earnest money and doing wow. all that. And it's, it's way easier to do the tasks, but yeah. it still comes down to contacting people mm-hmm. and asking them if they have a real estate need. And, and to that point, though, even though the task today is so much easier, writing a contract's easier, you know, you're not an NCR paper on the hood of your car. Like people joke about that, but that's literally what we're doing. And, and then getting a check and, and making sure your client has the funds in the bank and all this stuff. And then running to the agent and meeting the agent at the house and saying, here you go. Like you would drive to the house before they present and you'd meet them in front, try to pump up your deal before <laughs> they walk in and meet with the seller. And sometimes you'd wait in the car <laughs> while they're in there meeting with the seller. Yeah. Wow. You sit, that was a technique as you'd pressure them by sitting in the car. Like, well, I think one of the things that's interesting about that is, you know, when we started, there was an expectation if you did like you know, six deals your first year, then you, you made it, you know? Yeah. And yeah. now we have people coming in and their mindset to start is I'm going to, I want to do six deals a month. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so it's changed a lot. And I think technology has given us that option. Well, what I was going to say is even though the tasks are easier to your point, the competition is totally different. Right. Like there's so much, the competition is so much stronger now in so many different ways because yeah. Somebody could be really good with SEO. Somebody could be really good with social media. We didn't compete with any of that, right? That's true. Like we had TV, radio, print. It was limited. Like your marketing yeah. was limited. Yeah. Telemarketing, those kind of things. Today, there's so many ways to market. There's so many opportunities. There's so many niches. There's so many more ways to integrate into this business. And there's so many diff- more parts of the business. Right. 
right? That's there, true. There was no such thing as a productivity coach. There wasn't. There was hard. There was like one woman in the office. Well, Think the, of that. in fact, the, the funny thing is, is when I started as a brand new agent, I walked in and my team leader said, "There's your desk. There's your phone. Go get them." Yep. And I said, "Well, what am I supposed to do?" And he said, "You find people who want to buy and sell real estate." And I said, "Well, how am I supposed to do that?" As he's walking away, and he said, "You ask people." but the question is for for you three has that changed i mean maybe the way you ask is different but is that what it's still like for a brand new agent yeah i think so i think in a lot of ways you're trying to see where people are at in life right are you looking to buy are you looking to sell um it's just you know it's maybe not so when you're with your sphere it's a lot more relational, but yeah, when you're, when you're talking to people you don't know and you're following, you know, those cold leads, then yeah, it is, you know, um, just kind of working through it. And so you have to have thick skin because there's a lot of no's and, but you do get some yeses. (laughs) Well, and you were telling a story about your open house that you had. So tell that story. Yeah. So it was the weekend after Super Bowl, and, um, figured it'd be a great time to, to do an open house. And, that weekend, Saturday and Sunday, we had over 50 people come through the door uh, just for the open house. That's, that's, we also had people come in with agents looking at the, the home. And so um, a lot of conversations, you know, and so in those moments, you're trying to find out, you know, where they're at. Do, you know, are, are they a represented buyer? Do they, what's their needs? What does that look like? And so there's so many questions. Um, that day was good because we had a lot of people uh, come through and then, you know, just, I think uh, this last weekend I had an open house and, and we had nine. So, you know, it's kind of, you know, you, the most important thing I think is, is taking leads from those things though, you know, not just people coming through the doors, but having good relationships, getting leads and, and helping people uh, mm-hmm. with their real estate needs. Well, and you know, I think open houses, it's like having a sign and your sign says, do you have a real estate need? And you hold it up yeah. and then all of a sudden nine people show up, mm-hmm. right? And so it's a really effective way, I think, to generate business absolutely. for everybody, not just people who are newer. No, right? absolutely. Okay. So what else is working then for you? I think a big part of it is just educating people about real estate. Um, you know, a lot of people have misconceptions that they can't become homeowners or there's a they have to have 20% down or their credit's too low or it's never been you know, in their generations of being homeowners. So they're just Mm -hmm. destined to rent the rest of their life. So a big part of my success is I help anybody and everybody. Um, I'm educating as many people as I can. And my passion is to, I guess you want to say the hard clients, right? But is to help people that never thought they could become homeowners to become homeowners. And my, my, one of my favorite stories so far in real estate is I, um, work with a nonprofit, um, called hope for tomorrow. And we, um, we serve the less fortunate every week. And I met a family, um, and they, uh, lived in a RV camper. Um, they have, um, three teenagers. Um, I mean, full-size teenagers. They're, they're a big family, um, two adults and two giant pit bulls living in this RV trailer. Um, and I was, you know, talking with them and it's, it's not a good area. It's a very, um, drug infested area, not a good place to raise kids. Um, long story short, I, I built a rapport with them and six months later they purchased their first home. Um, 
They built, bought a six-bedroom house in Aurora. Mm-hmm. Um, they have more bedrooms than they know what to do with. Um, oh, and that's awesome. Um, yeah, it's just it's awesome. Like to be able to take that family and change their entire life. Like I feel like a lot of people would never give these people the time of day, and that's wrong. It's not. That's mm-hmm. not why I'm in the business. I'm in the business to change lives, to help people, to educate people, to build. Um, generational wealth, no matter what you look like, no matter where you come from. So um, I think it's about just having the right heart and the right intentions mm-hmm. and you'll be successful. Wow. That's a, that's a powerful story. Okay. Very cool that you were able to do that. I mean, you literally changed like the outcome of a bunch of people's lives. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, okay. Anything else? I think uh, for me, just staying in, just having meaningful conversations with those people around you, even if they are strangers. One of my favorite things to do, um, Steve, Steve mentioned he uh, did an open house. We uh, door knock a lot, and that's where a lot of our successes come from. Um, and just meeting people that you would never meet before. Um, I do check in with my database, stay in constant communication with them, but they're not always... Um, ready to sell right now or buy right now. And so I think getting out there and meeting new people and helping those people who have real estate needs, whether they are now or later on, our team is really good about um, being a connector as well. We don't just help our clients with real estate. We have a list of vendors like landscapers, um, really anything you can think of when it comes to home maintenance. Um, And we connect those people and then stay in conversation with them. And it has really helped because when they think of real estate, they think of us and we can also help them with any home maintenance projects or anything related to their home. Yeah. That's one thing that hasn't changed is way back when there was a man named Dave Jenks who passed away last year, Mm. but he was responsible for training a lot of the new people in Keller Williams for years and his one of his famous lines is, your success in real estate is determined by the number of people that think of you when they think of real estate. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, and so you're a resource, right? Yeah. Right. And so you do all these things with all these vendors to be a resource. So when they have questions about their home or anything having to do with their home, they're calling you. I think that's, that's brilliant. One of the things I want to bring us back to is uh, Steve mentioned something earlier, and I just want to touch on it because I thought it was really interesting is you said, I got my license last year and the market was great. And now the market shifted. Yeah. It reminds me, so I got licensed in 94, right? And I remember walking into my office and I was in this stuffy Remax office, you know, like, you know, it was like, everybody was like, you know, super stuffy and, <laughs> you know, and I was like this young kid, like didn't know what I was doing. I was 21. And uh, I remember this agent was like, oh man, you missed it. Like, because they had just come out of the SNL crisis, right? Out of the 80s, the late 80s was the SNL. And then the market had come back and it kind of screamed up. And his perception was that in 94, the market was going to fall or reset because the prices literally had doubled, right? Houses yeah. went from like 35,000 to 75,000 or 80,000 or 90,000, whatever. And he was like, oh, you missed it. And I remember thinking, oh, did I miss it? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh man, what bad timing. Yeah. So, you know, two things on that, you know, obviously the market's shifting. So I'm curious on how you guys are anticipating performing in that. And Eva, I'm sure you're going to have some coaching tips for them on that. Um, 
and also to say, you know, I mean, obviously from 94 to 2008 was a crazy market that whole way. It didn't matter in the end. Right. So, right. but so, so curious, like what's your plans moving forward with the market or do you let that affect you? Well, I think for us, we we are fortunate to be a part of a company that has this conversation often, and we were preparing yeah. for it before it ever even affected, you know, um, the right. market. So we were having conversations around the potential shifting market two years ago, mm-hmm. right? So we're prepared. What are we going to do differently in our activities? How are we going to show up? And honestly, I don't think in reality, what we do changes, how often we may have to do it definitely changes, right? right? That we're not going to get the same results this year as we may have gotten last year by doing, you know, half of the things that we're Mm -hmm. doing. And this is an incredibly modest group. Let me just tell you, like Maria, I know, you know, you're very, oh, I'm checking in with my, you know, database and I'm I'm keeping in relation, but Maria is a shark. Like she is out there. She is door knocking on people's doors. She just called you a shark. She literally is. She is. (laughs) She is a shark. In a in a minnow in a minnow body, <laughs> she has right now. Um, we had a, a listing that was actually withdrawn. It's all Maria, right? Somebody that she met door knocking in an, in a fantastic neighborhood, Sunnyside. Um, and he his listing was about a million dollars, but he also owns like multiple properties all over Colorado. And one of the things that he has her working on right now is a four million dollar. Uh, building opportunity. And he literally told her, like, I've lived in this neighborhood my entire life and nobody has ever door knocked me, Mm. you know, and she just met him, door knocked him, had a conversation. It wasn't super salesy, but it's just like, Hey, this is who I am and what I'm doing. Have you thought about selling? Right. And then they just had a a conversation. So she's now building a really strong pipeline of things to come because of that one person that she door knocked and and she didn't stop there. Right. She doesn't see that and say, okay, I'm going to stop. She's like, okay, let's on to the next and on to the next. Ashley has also done like deals just by door knocking. So in our group, we're not like, we don't sit there and wait for business to happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a plan of action every single day. Like I want to make sure that if an agent comes into this office, they know what to do because it's easy to say like, Hey, we're going to work an open house. But if you don't know how to work an open house, none of that matters. And I tell them all of them all the time. If you're going to commit four hours of your life on a Saturday, you're away from your family. You're away from, you know, your personal space to go and sit in an open house. Don't waste your time, right? This is important. What are you doing to effectively run that open house? And we do them a lot differently than other people Mm -hmm. do them. You know, what's really cool about being new or newer is that you don't put up your own roadblocks. Mm -hmm. You know, like the fact that you went and you door knocked that because you know, frankly, you maybe not, you didn't know any better, you know, but you didn't talk yourself out of it, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of people in this business, they talk themselves out of things it's by true. saying, well, that'll never work. You know what? Having an open house after the Super Bowl in February would never work, <laughs> you know, and that reminds me of uh, Memorial Day, my first year, and uh, all the agents in the office were like, don't work this weekend, you know, because nobody's going to be out there mm-hmm. because they're all going to be in the mountains or on vacation or whatever. And this, this agent leaned over and said, if I were you, I'd work this weekend. <laughs> that was uh-huh. Eve and I on New Year's Day. <laughs> we were working on New Year's Day and nobody was here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've said a lot of, you know, one of the most productive times of the year is December 26th through January 4th. It is. Because mm-hmm. people kind of had their holidays, they had their fun, then they're like, Relaxing. let's look at Zillow, mm-hmm. right? right. <laughs> it's right. such a great time. And, and I think... Oh, 
Go ahead. I think to go back to your point, um, like Justin always says, in a good market, people That's buy exactly and sell. That's exactly what I was just going to say. <laughs> I will remember that forever. Yeah. And in a bad market, people buy and sell. So you can't really let like the outside circumstances determine your focus or mm-hmm. your motivation mm-hmm. because people always need to buy and sell. Like, you know, we, we all need housing. That's the number one staple. So um, just don't let outside circumstances determine your your you go. <laughs> yeah. So anything else, Ashley or Steve, like about the changing market, anything that you think will be different? What's cool is that you haven't really experienced anything different. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and it's, this is the business. You're right. It's the same. You do the same thing. You just maybe just need to do a little bit more of it. Right. Yeah. I think, I think whether the, the market is good or it's not, people are people. And as long as you help people get to their goals, meet their needs, you're going to, you're going to help people buy and sell. And, um, and Eva said something earlier and I think it's very important. You still keep doing the same things. You just probably do them a little bit more. Right. I, I met a guy at church this last weekend and I was talking to him and he's like, he's like, Oh yeah, you're in real estate. And I said, Oh yeah. I did am. God send you? Yeah. Did, yeah. <laughs> is there, is there something, a deal we're doing here? <laughs> and uh, he said, no, I see you on social media. He said, I, I you know, and so being present, continuing yeah. to, be in front of people and letting them know, you know, that you're a resource, I think helps incredibly. And so, you know, I, I, I don't think there's any magic wand moving forward. I think it's just keep doing what we've been taught to do. Keep showing up, keep having conversations. That's the one thing Eva is like, how many conversations are you having? Who are you talking with? And, uh, as you do that, you find out that there are people who are, who have needs and then you help them, you help them meet those needs. So, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I've talked a bunch. You look like you have something really important to say. I do. I have something that I think is really important. Just thinking about the listeners that are, are, are on here that are been in the business for a little bit, right? And, you know, we all came from different backgrounds. Some of us came into a training organization from the beginning, and maybe you didn't adopt the training, and you didn't take it all in. Or maybe you came from a company that didn't have the models and systems that we're talking about. And one thing that's clear with the three of you is you guys are all speaking the same language. Like you're like, this is what we do. This is our plan. This is what we say. And there's a lot of agents out there that don't have that foundation that was put in place. So this question is direct to Ava. So if you're an agent, Eva, Eva, <laughs> thank you, Brian. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Brian. Eva. He knows um, that's a tick of mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. I, I will not make that mistake again. Um, an agent that's listening who's like, hey, I, I, I missed a step. There's a piece of my foundation. There's a cornerstone that's missing in my business. I can't see it. I can't identify it. What would you recommend they do at this point? Uh, join Keller Williams Realty Downtown LLC. <laughs> that was a What if they're at Keller? Yeah. Like what if they're here and they just are missing a piece? Yeah. No, that does happen because to be honest, right, right, we're all with this company that provides us amazing training, amazing resources. Um, we all have access to the same tools, but sometimes it is, I, I do think agents can get in their own way, right? And, and it could be, we have to sit down. Let's look at what you're actively doing, what's working, what's not working. How do we get back in front of ultimately what your goals are. And I think it really starts with sitting down, looking at the business. And, and it's a really 
basic thing, right? It's looking at, we will sit down and look at what does your schedule look like? Show me your schedule, show me your calendar, and I'll yep. tell you what your business is going to look like. And yep. I know that that's in, <laughs> important, right? So it's just, sometimes it's just resetting, right? Get back Get involved. Back yep. Go back to the basics um, and really look at, I always say, right, whether you're in the coaching program or not, it's important to have accountability. We think that we can do it all on our own. Um, We're also our own bosses. And I always say we're very cool bosses. Like we give ourselves the day off more than we probably should. (laughs) Not me. I'm in here all the time. But uh, we have this running joke, to be honest. I think a lot of times... um, I always say nobody goes on more vacations than new agents. <laughs> and it started as a joke, but I think that's sometimes why agents get licensed, right? You're like, okay, I have my buddy here and I see him post, hey, I'm in real estate. Call me for all of your real estate uh, needs, you know, and the next thing you see them, they're in Cabo. So I, yeah. when I, I tease and I sit with my new agents, I say, okay, give me your calendar. Show me when your vacations are <laughs> and we're going to build funny. around that. Um, awesome. But, you know, all jokes aside, I really just think there's nothing the, the amount of success that I've seen people have in the office, there's nothing special about it. The people themselves are special. Um, and I show up in a way that I'm going to be here every single day. If you are committed to yourself, to your business, to your goals, let's sit down. Let's look at what your schedule looks like for the so, week. So no matter their history, weeks. production, Absolutely. or whatever. Because I'm sure there's tons of agents that have 10 years of experience that are hitting a wall right now. You know, mm-hmm. they have clients that are... You know, I look at my database and most of my database is, you know, about my age. And they're kind of like, this is a good time to just sit tight for a while, right? Yeah. Where shifting into first-time buyers, a younger demographic could be a good solution, you know? Well, I think, yeah, I think it, it applies to regardless of how long you've been in the industry, everything is basics. And I always tell everybody in the beginning, like I was labeled a new agent coach, you know, and I said, well, I'm actually a productivity coach. So what I do is I help people get into production. So regardless of the level of production that you're currently at or any experience level, it can apply to everybody. And, yeah. and I, I've talked about this before that I was already having a really high level of success in my real estate business. But when I started productivity coaching, I even had more success in my business because I was literally just locking arms with the agents and doing all of the things that we had to do, right? I built, we built a strong community in the office. So I think that's important, like building the community. I'm not going to just go and tell them, go out and door knock or go out and call expires. Like everything that I'm telling them to do, I'm in the office with them and I'm doing it and it worked even for my business. Very cool. So we have just a couple minutes left. So for all of you, I want to hear one piece of advice, the best advice you have for anybody who's considering a career in real estate to be successful like you all have been successful. Um, I would say make sure you have someone, a coach that can just kind of walk you through the basics of what you need to do. That was the most helpful thing to me. You know, I met with Eva. Eva said, okay, let's put a plan together. And then you had to be accountable to execute on the plan. Having a plan is good. It looks nice, you know, on your phone there in your notes. But until you execute it, you don't have the success. And so, you know, find someone who can help you walk through that, coach you, and put a plan together and then do the do the plan that you have set out in front of you. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Ashley? I agree. And I would say um, – Understand it's not going to be all um, unicorns and rainbows. Right. Um, the first year is tough. You're going to starve, literally. Like, <laughs> get ready to eat, be on a ramen noodle budget. You know, like I say that all the time because I struggled financially my first year. I had, I used my 401k, drained that, and um, didn't give up, didn't, didn't let that deter me. I knew that if I just kept going, kept going, kept going, yeah. I was going to see success. And like Eva said, 
now I'm on the the uh, year-to-date top leaderboard, um, and I'm in my second year. So um, don't give up. What the an first awesome story. Good. Love mm-hmm. it. Okay. I was Maria. just going to say that, Ashley. I think the first year is... Um, it's really the hardest, and I think it's very important to surround yourself with people that are like-minded and also surround yourself with people that you want to be like. For me, I joined Eva's team, and I saw how um, she really does push you, and she holds you accountable, and I think that everybody needs that in your first year and even second. Okay. Eva, do you want to add anything to that? Um, I think they said it wonderfully. I, I just more of the same, right? Just make sure that you know what your goals are. Make sure that you're partnering with somebody that's going to hold you accountable and, and just care. Like for me, I care about the agents in this office so much. I wake up every single day thinking like, I always tell everybody we wake up unemployed every single day. And that's a heavy weight for me to hold for my agents, because now I feel like I'm partnering with these agents to push their business forward. Um, so just know that, like everybody said, it's going to take some time. It, it, you, it's not going to be an overnight success. Yeah. You have to have that grit. You have to show up and keep committing to your business. And I tell everybody all the time, there's no other opportunity in the world that any of us maybe have access to myself. Definitely that has allowed me the life that I've lived in the, the, the life that I've been able to change, like my family's life. Yeah. I'm not going to get emotional, <laughs> um, but just surround yourself with, good, you know, just yeah. stay committed, care about people, keep showing up, keep taking care of people, and it's going to show up for you. I am a big believer in giver's gain. Um, so if you know that you're taking care of people, regardless if they're going to close with you or not, yeah. it's always going to come back to you if you do the right thing. Very well sure. said. Well, uh, Steve, Ashley, Maria, Eva, I want to thank you all. Thank you. For being on this. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I love your, I mean, I, I'm very excited for you. You can tell you're all excited. <laughs> you know? And, um, you know, hopefully you don't turn out like Sean 26 years from now, just a little bitter and Gristled. angry. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wouldn't be a bad end point right there. <laughs> we also don't want to sell real estate for the rest of our lives either. I think that that's important to know is one thing we've learned here is there's so many opportunities right. yeah. and we want to it's build good. wealth, right? I right. think that, like you said, you've tr- done so many different things, both of you, right? We're not just... We have huge goals, and I'm excited to see where everybody goes as well. Well, awesome. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Appreciate you guys, and we'll talk to everybody soon. (laughs) 